You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Holy moly. Hello. It's been 84 years. 84 years, I believe, since I've done a podcast episode. And you know what? I can't promise that this is going to be any good, but I am just here to give you some good old-fashioned life updates, some good old-fashioned ramblings and opinions, and I'm here to spill the tea about what went down in 2019. Ringo is about to fall off the windowsill. See, we just started, and it's already going to shit. Hold on. Okay, we're back. And, you know, I'm going to get to this part, but we moved into a new house. Ringo loves the windowsill here. He just click clacks all over it and then he proceeds to fall off of it all the time and get wrapped up in the curtains. So I have to go save him from time to time. Please forgive me. But hey, so, you know, the last time I was on here, I think I was telling y'all how I promised I would have a season two of my podcast up soon. And obviously, it is January of 2021. And that did not happen. It's been almost a year, I think, since I recorded anything. But some of y'all may have, you know, noticed that there was a little thing called 2020 and coronavirus that happened. And although that's not an excuse, I love to use it as an excuse for almost everything. So I will continue to do so for this podcast as well. But if you've been a listener to the other 50-something episodes from uh, the whole year of 2019, really, I was always complaining about stuff that was going on. And I feel like I can finally talk about it, which is so exciting. Not that it really matters or that anyone cares, but then I remember that there are subscribers to this podcast, which means you must care about all the little things that happened in my life. I'm going to just finally talk about 2019 and how it was a shit show for me. And then also how 2020 was a shit show. And because it is 2021, it is a new year. I feel like I need to get all this off my chest so I can just move on with a new year. Um, Because obviously, like, I'm sure you were tired of hearing about all the things that went down in 2020 because... I know I am, but um, we're just going to go. We're going to ramble. So I'm going to give you like an actual play-by-play of my life, which, you know, like I said, could be boring, but we're going to do it regardless. So in January of 2019, I started this podcast and called it Do What You Want Radio, obviously. And it was kind of meant to be a creative outlet for me to talk to other people who are also creative. And um, a lot of the conversations I was having in my own personal life, I would, you know, finish talking to someone and be like, wow, that was so interesting. I should have recorded that. So that's why I started this podcast. Um, I managed to get like 50 something episodes out over the course of a year. Uh, I did like an every week or every other week's situation. I honestly can't even remember. It feels like a distant memory. And it was fun. It really was. Um, But it kind of sucked because in January of 2019, I got in a car wreck And I got rear-ended and my car got totaled and I have a history of neck and back problems. I had a surgery in my neck in 2016. I had a disc replacement and I have lower back issues and it's just been quite the saga, you know, accomplishing or not even accomplishing, trying to manage the pain while I live and work as a photographer and, um, you know, being self-employed, paying for my own health insurance. It's all just been a mess. So when I got rear-ended and my car was totaled, I was very scared um, that I had been injured and obviously like getting a new car was not really in the budget for me as if I've ever even had a budget as a freelancer. So that happened in January of 2019 and I ended up getting legal counsel for the situation because I wasn't sure if I was going to need further surgery or medical treatment because of the car accident. So 
um, because of that, I wasn't allowed to talk about what a lot of what I was going through for the remainder of the year, it really until like everything was settled. So um, and everything wasn't settled until, you know, the summer of 2020. So it was over a year and a half. And so um, I was in physical therapy a lot in 2019. And it was really kind of depressing because I had gone through all that before I had already kind of emerged out of my back pain problems, learned how to manage them, tried to get healthier. And then this accident happened and not only totaled my car, but, you know, gave me some more nerve pain that I had worked so hard to like overcome. So I spent most of 2019 a little depressed and not clinically. I never went to the doctor about it, but um, I'm sure it kind of showed in my cynicism and a lot of my episodes in 2019. It was just the year from hell. You think 2020 was the year from hell. 2019 for me was the year from hell. So my car, I drove a Beetle. It was totaled. And apparently 2019 was the last year they were making the Volkswagen Beetle. So I've only ever driven Beetles. I had a silver Beetle, then I had a black Beetle. And then because of this wreck, I was forced to get a new car. So I decided to buy another Beetle. Uh, I keep wanting to say Beagle because I'm looking at Ringo. Beetle. And they had an orange Beetle. So the last year they were making them, going out with a bang. And of course, they only had like five orange ones left in North America. And one of them was at the plant in Mexico. But then I had to wait like an extra three weeks because the plant in Mexico was next to a volcano. And there was a volcano eruption. And there was volcanic ash on all of the Volkswagen Beetles. So there was a... Um, a time where they had to wait to hand clean all of the volcanic ash off of all of the beetles. So getting my orange beetle ended up being an act of Congress, but I finally got it. Of course, I was not in the mood to have a car note, um, considering my black beetle was already paid off. And um, I was kind of just pissed about the whole situation to begin with. So got my orange beetle. This was all going down um, right around the time I was hired for like the biggest photography gig of my life in February of 2019. I was doing like a six or seven day, all day, each day photo shoot. And um, I didn't have my car at the time. So I was using a rental car. I was having the back pain. It was all kind of a mess. I was like, you know, fielding different like car dealership, you know, calls and calls from the insurance company and calls from the doctor, all while doing this big shoot. And it was my biggest like paycheck I've gotten for a shoot ever and the entire thing went directly to the down payment of my new car so it was kind of sad because um you know I couldn't really even celebrate that for one minute without having to get a car so got my car had my good old $300 car note every month which was ruining my life because in addition to that I was doing my $300 a month healthcare note so moving on to you know after I go to South by Southwest in my brand new car and I'm driving in Austin scared to death driving because I'm like I have PTSD from like getting rear-ended and um, I come home to find out I have rats in my apartment, which I think I've probably talked about on this podcast, but my apartment was kind of, it was really old school. It was very quirky. <laughs> We're going to say quirky as um, a polite word. It was falling apart and I had rats eating my apples, um, leaving droppings, but I never saw them. I just could hear them under the dishwasher sometimes and it was also just, you know, another mental thing to deal with so that was happening so I was losing my mind and come summertime I went to France which I think I also talked about I went to France with my mom and my aunt to visit a family member who had actually passed away um, from cancer the day we got there so it looked like a vacation on Instagram it was very much a family trip um, and we got to do some cool things while we were there but that was not like the reason why we were there so while I was out of the country, I missed an insurance payment for my health care. And um, somehow 
I had, I must have missed another one because either way, I came home and I didn't know I didn't have insurance, but apparently I wasn't covered for a couple of months. So I was now, you know, trying to deal with my um, car wreck medical issues with the lawyers. I lost my health insurance. I was getting epidural injections and blood work and stuff done, but now I didn't have insurance. And so it just ended up being a whole big deal, real fun time. Um, and so I ended up not being covered by health insurance until the end of the year, really, um, when I could re-enroll. So that was stressful as well. Um, I was photographing all these LSU football games with no health insurance, like scared to death I was going to get mowed down on the side of the uh, field by someone and die. Um, so, you know, this is just 2019. It was just, we were rolling right along. I was just building credit card debt. Some of my clients were taking like six plus months to pay me. I was just pissed the entire year um got to the fall photographed voodoo fest broke my camera at the festival because it got too wet in the rain and then so you know I tried to get a new camera at Christmas or a Black Friday time accidentally bought it from a scammer website so my dad who was helping me pay for the camera as my Christmas gift ended up having to cancel his credit card and it was just this whole thing it was one thing after another I couldn't have made all this shit up if I wanted to. So I am like, 2020 is going to be my year. I am coming into this. Like, I'm going to read my Dave Ramsey books. I'm going to pay down my debt. I am going to keep, you know, doing my thing, do more commercial jobs, whatever. Found out I was hired for South by Southwest again. Got to photograph the national championship. Like, January, it was off to a great start. Um, And, you know, a little thing called COVID happened in March, which I'm sure rocked everyone's world. I was actually um, supposed to go to Austin to photograph South by Southwest, and I was also tacking onto that trip a bachelorette weekend um, because I, I'm a bridesmaid was a bridesmaid in a friend's wedding, and they wanted to go to Austin. So South by Southwest got canceled first, and you know that was like kind of the first major thing in the world to really be canceled to take this virus seriously. But nothing else had happened yet, so everyone was kind of like well, that's dumb. I can't believe they canceled that. You know how many jobs that they just ruined? You know how much of the economy in Austin was ruined? Like everyone was just like kind of shook by it. And I was of course like, well, I'm still going on this bachelorette trip because like just because South by is canceled doesn't mean like I can't still go to that. Like it's driving distance. Like this is America. I'm going to this trip. Like it's already paid for. The bride has not canceled it, whatever. We went. It was the week of like March 12th and 13th and all that. And I think the stay at home order started on like March 15th. Pretty sure, because I remember St. Patty's Day was supposed to be the 17th, and all of that got canceled. So we're in Austin, like, not sure what to do as a bridal party. Um, we did not want to go to any bars or anything, because we were kind of sketched out, but we still were there. We had paid for an Airbnb. So it was just a weird time, as I'm sure you all can remember. So I remember going on Jada Cody's radio show right before that trip, and where we were kind of talking about COVID, not knowing what it was, and he was asking me my opinions on it, and I was like, well, this is just dumb. Like, it just, you know, sanitize your hands. Like, what's the problem? Like, there's viruses all the time. Totally, like, not even understanding the, you know, the seriousness of it. I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way. And so I remember being like an idiot on the radio, just being like, I'm going to Austin. Like, what's the problem? So obviously, we come back. Everything shut down. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty sure all of our stories are about the same from there. If you were laid off you know, that was one thing, or you're like me, you're a freelancer, and you just couldn't do a lot of your work. That's another thing. It was just a mess. So about like one week into quarantine, I am like Christian, my boyfriend of six years. Let's move in together because 
I need I, you still have a job you still have a paycheck but I don't know if the future of what I do is going to be around considering I shoot a lot of events I shoot concerts I photograph people like I go to their houses I go you know to places of business I just was not sure what was going to go down I was worried about money and uh, we're not engaged or anything but I was like you're already over here all the time like just move in with me I have a one-bedroom apartment it was kind of run down we had rats I had my beagle I was like you just come on in like our rent's gonna be hella cheap because we're splitting it so we lasted about two or three months together in that apartment before I was about to kill someone um he was working from home I didn't really have anything to do to work from home like with what I do for a living I wasn't really working so I was you know learning TikTok dances as everyone else was so I'm trying to learn TikTok dances he's trying to have like 10 zoom calls a day the beagle is inside like running around we got rats under the dishwasher the ceiling started falling down in my closet and I was like you know what I'm gonna go insane so um in the middle of quarantine we decided to move and um we found another house I was in the garden district and now I'm just in mid-city so it's just up the street but we found a house um it had three bedrooms and it was a little bit bigger a little bit more like a little newer more renovated and still in a great location so we jumped on it because it was a great rent price we decided to move in together here so now I'm in a new house so that was a big thing moving during all that but it was totally worth it just for like the few months I've been here it's been so much peace of mind we have I have my own office now he has his own like office and uh, it's just a little cleaner whatever a little nicer newer and um, then you know the day after I moved in here I had a nose surgery <laughs> so um I have had a deviated septum for a long time. I actually had a septoplasty surgery in 2011 because my nose septum was like so crooked and I was having jacked up like breathing and acid reflux problems and all kinds of stuff. So I had that surgery done, but they just did it kind of internally. They didn't fix any of the cosmetic effects of how it was crooked. And my nose has been a really big um, thing for me. I've been self-conscious about it forever. I always take pictures on my left side. Like I, my nose is crooked and... Um, I was still having the same breathing problems and such. So I was like, I don't know if I need another surgery, but this time if you're going to do it, can you fix the outside of it too? So um, I had a surgery during COVID times, which looking back was kind of crazy. But at the time it was pretty normal. The doctors were like, it's the same difference as getting a surgery any other time. Like you're just going to be, I mean, it's sanitized here. It's what we always do before a surgery, sanitize everything and make sure we're safe. So um, it was at a time when, I guess the hospital beds and stuff weren't full because they let me have it. So uh, I had a nose surgery and I can breathe so much better now. And I'm also happy with the way it physically looks cosmetically. Um, This ended up being a septo rhinoplasty combo, uh, meaning half of it was for functional and the other half was for like cosmetics. So yeah, it was definitely a nose job, um, but it was a functional nose job. So I am so much happier with that. But that was just crazy. Moving into a new house, getting a surgery like the day after. And then... (laughs) two or three weeks go by and then hurricanes hit my hometown of Lake Charles. So my parents had to evacuate here. Um, and my brother wasn't feeling well. And so we weren't sure if he had COVID or not. So obviously we were just being safe with him. And so we weren't visiting him and he wasn't part of it. My parents evacuated to my house, um, my new house. I had just moved in while I was doing surgery recovery. So that was really interesting. They were lucky and did not have a whole lot of damage outside of some roof troubles and some windows breaking. Um, a lot of people I know in my hometown are still suffering. It was a really devastating hurricane, Hurricane Laura. Um, you know, and then a couple weeks later, another hurricane hit them. 
So it's just been one thing after another for the past two years for me, really. Um, but all in all, as annoying as 2020 has was, has been, I'm still imagining that we're still in that year. It's been like, it was the longest time ever. Um, somehow I managed to get my shit together in 2020, which is so weird. I was going to continue this podcast and I had told everybody I was going to continue doing it. I really had all intentions of continuing it, but I was approached in like November of 2019 to have an audio sponsor. And so they were in the middle of kind of getting me the gear they wanted me to use for the podcast sponsorship. And then when COVID hit, obviously all that was, you know, on the back burner because for them, like, I'm assuming a lot of their materials and stuff are probably made in China or overseas. And with COVID, like that dropped, you know, all of the production. And then just in general, like I was last priority. My podcast was last priority. During COVID, I was, you were not going to pay me to do a Zoom interview with someone during COVID. You know how tired we are of Zoom now? Like, I feel like at the time in 2019, my podcast, not that it was a new thing or anything, because it's definitely not a new medium, but it was still just like kind of a novelty thing for me to Skype people, do interviews that way. After 2020, nobody wants to do that. Like everyone has a podcast. Everyone has Zoom meetings all day, every day. Everyone's on Microsoft Teams and Skype and Zoom and FaceTime and everyone's over it. And you know what? I was over it too. I'm like, what am I going to talk about every month? COVID? I'm tired of it. So I chose to not do any more of my podcast episodes until I kind of figured out what was going on. Well, newsflash, it's January of 2021 and I still don't know what's going on. Um, And to be completely transparent, I don't know what I want to do with this podcast I had a fun run with it, if this is it, but I also feel like it's called Do What You Want Radio, so why am I not just, like, doing whatever I want with it? So I think as of now, my plan is to just, like, pop on here whenever I have a good interview guest or when I have something to say, but I don't think as of now or the foreseeable future it's going to be anything structured like it was. I was, you know, bending over backwards to get this thing out on, like, a weekly basis and design the little cards that go with it and then upload it and get the SEO and then make a blog post about it and then market it. And I just honestly do not have the mental capacity to do that right now, especially if all we're going to be talking about is COVID. So speaking of COVID, I'm obviously aware that it's real and serious, especially now. I mean, in the beginning of all this, no one knew what to think. And I remember like my mom was sewing masks in the summertime and I was like, this is so dumb. Like, just get me one of them. Like, there's no way I'm wearing this every day. Like, there's no way it actually helps anything or, you know, and obviously like the science behind that has changed and we all have changed our minds about everything. So, um, I definitely, you know, go about my life in the safest manner I can, but I will say something that I have been very triggered about lately is this bizarre society we live in of like COVID shaming where it doesn't matter if you're staying home or going out or whatever, you're going to get shamed for it somehow on the internet by everyone. I, by no means, am trying, I'm not trying to say I'm the poster child for COVID compliance because we're all just doing our best here. And especially in Louisiana where the culture is completely different, I'm assuming, than other states. Um, pretty much everything's been quote unquote normal since like July here, as long as you wear a mask. And my opinion is if we're being forced to, to work, things are open, then at the same time, I'm going to play and things are open and just do it in the safest manner I can for the situation. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But just know that everyone's trying their best. Most people, there are still assholes out there not trying at all. But for the most part, people are trying their best. And the my mantra for 2021 is mind your business because I think that's kind of how a lot of the tension in 2020 
began was from people just not minding their business, everyone just ready to attack each other over everything. Oh, and I mean, obviously in 2020, if we're still talking about tension and people being triggered, like obviously there was the whole time in June and July in the summertime where there was protests and there were, you know, um, undeserved police shootings and and people dying and George Floyd and and protests and the Black Lives Matter movement really took a hold in the summer of last year and um, I wrote a lot of my thoughts on that on my blog and that's really one of the few blogs I even did in the past year because it's just been so heavy on my heart and everyone else's but it's just been a rough time for everyone and I just um, am ready to see positive change happen Um, yeah so 2020 though you know I read a bunch of Dave Ramsey stuff because I was like freaking out about, you know, having health insurance and a car note and then COVID happening. And I was like, oh no, I don't, what I do already for a living is risky. There is no sign of where your next dollar is going to come from. And so um, it was rough. And I was really proud that actually staying home for so long in a way made me get my shit together because I was able to pay off like all my debt. I was able to really save a lot of money just realizing how much money I was spending on food and going out to grab some beers with people and getting a coffee and then going to the store and, you know, spending $30 on random stuff I didn't need. And so it really added up and somehow like literally making my turkey sandwiches every day like raised my credit score by like 20 points. And that was before I even finished like my – like when I finally got – Um, everything finalized with my lawsuit settlement stuff from my car, I was able to, you know, mainly pay off the car because I was having a car note for a new car that I didn't need when my car that was total was paid off. So that has been a huge help, a huge blessing. Shout out to Spencer Callahan. He's the one to see. Call 387-2323. But somehow in 2020, even without that happening, I got it together financially. And I'm in such a better place now. Um, It really, I think taught everyone what not just financially but just socially and everything what is most important like who is most important and for me what was most important was living somewhere where I was comfortable so moving was a big thing like I said getting my nose fixed was a personal thing that I had been wanting to have done for a long time but it was the only time in my life that I think I was ever able to take off like a month of work and not you know and be able to recover without missing out on anything Um, so that was a huge blessing And then just being able to pay off my credit cards and just get to a better place financially, kind of like a clean slate, has been so nice. I've been able to, you know, buy things for myself that I would have never been able to spend money on before because I was in so much debt. So, um, and even like going on the Disney World trip, like there's never been a time where Christian and I were both on the same page with free time and savings enough to to do anything. So that was a great trip, whether or not people agree we should have gone on it. But um Side note, though, Disney is literally the safest place on Earth during COVID. You can go watch all my Instagram highlights on my Disney World trip if you want to see more information about that. That's basically all that's happened in the past two years. Um, I know that was a lot of rambling. Oh, but I forgot to mention that in our new house, our new nicer, more renovated house, um, we have rats here too as well. Uh, The rats also ate my apples here. Same thing happened. I had apples in a bowl on the counter and there were chomps taken out of them. Then there were droppings everywhere. We still have not caught them. We spent all of New Year's Eve foaming open holes that we found. But yeah, you know, so the rats are just going to follow me everywhere. But I am very, I'm so cheesy. Like the whole New Year, New Me thing really, really um, hits me every year. Like I buy into it so much. Like I buy new notebooks. I, you know, 
go on a diet, I work out more. It's like a whole cheesy thing and it lasts for a little bit and then it kind of fizzles. But there's something about January where I've always just been so productive. January of last year, um, I was, I photographed the national championship. I felt like I had, that was like a milestone for me that was really cool. Um, and the January before I started this podcast and I think the January before that in 2018 was when I made my online workshops. And so I just feel like January is always a really good place for me to be. Um, and I'm really excited Obviously, like, this year is not going to be perfect. We're still under the pandemic. There's still problems. We're having a spike right now. Things are kind of getting scary again. And I'm just eager to see what 2021 has in store. But so far, it's already, like, a weight has been lifted. I don't know about you, but, like, when the clock hit midnight, even though it shouldn't have felt different, it felt different to me. So um, even if it's just me personally, my mindset, I had all the time in the world last year, but you couldn't pay me to, like, do anything, you know? I had... Overall, like, I feel like I could have done so much more with that time, but at the same time, I felt so drained and mentally exhausted, and just especially when the protests and stuff started happening, I just couldn't bear to get on social media for, like, any reason, so I was just not lazy, I guess, but just defeated all year, and so it's like, as soon as 2021 hit, I'm ready to to do more. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is, but I'm just ready to do more, which is kind of what sparked me just getting on this podcast to just talk it out. Um, cause I just, I hated leaving y'all hanging. I don't have that many podcast listeners, but the few of you that do listen, it's really helpful. It's really nice. It's really flattering. I still get the analytics that people, even after all year with nothing new coming out, like I'm still getting downloads every week instead of leaving y'all hanging, I should come on here and say something. So I guess you can expect random episodes from now on, unless I change my mind. I don't know if they're all going to be interview based like I was doing. I think I mentioned on a previous episode that that was really getting old for me. Towards the end, I felt like some of the guests I had weren't a great fit. felt like some of the conversations I had were redundant. Um, I personally was getting kind of burned out because I was kind of asking the same questions and stuff every time. And it would be a different person, but it was just like the same thing for me every time. And then overall, it was just a lot of work. It's a lot of work to put out a podcast by yourself. Um, and so in the future, I don't know what that looks like, but the the beauty of it being called Do What You Want Radio is that like, I guess, technically I cover my butt because I can do anything I want <laughs> with this podcast. Um, I can record Ringo snoring for an hour and technically that's still doing what I want. So we'll see. I'm not promising anything in particular because I already promised once and obviously I didn't deliver on that promise. So um, season two isn't really going to be a season, I guess. It's just going to be like a new chapter of whatever it is I do with this. And so if you're subscribed, great. If you're not, great. It's been fun and we'll see where this goes. But that's really all I have for y'all today. My main takeaway, like I said, is mind your business. Be compassionate towards people. Like you don't know what everyone's going through or what's going down. Um, Like I said, 2019 for me was really rough and I wasn't able to talk about a lot of it, which was so frustrating because I've always been so open and transparent about like everything that um, not being able to talk about my back pain and the car wreck and my financial troubles was really kind of like stressing me out um, because I really couldn't be transparent about it like I wanted to. And that's the whole point of this podcast and everything I do really. So that's it. See you later for now and happy 2021.